Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. <laughs> Let's go! Welcome back to a Halloween edition of Show Us Your TDs. <laughs> it's your favorite bubbling milk beverage to scare the bejesus out of you in week eight. And speaking of scary, I'm joined by a man who's easily saves money on costumes because he's hairy like Cousin It. Hey, yo, what the fuck? It's Gooby. What up, cuz? Damn straight. Keeps me warm, you know, especially <laughs> during those winter days. Whew, gets cold, man. So uh, you're, saving, you're saving on pajamas and Halloween costumes? Dude, I sleep with just a sheet. Oh, that's nasty. From summer to winter, back to summer. Don't need a blanket. I, I get too hot. Damn, I got to be a furry bastard, too. <laughs> uh, I am doing good, man. I, I'm struggling with a little bit of a cold, but... I'll hang in there. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excellent, man. Guess what? What? I'm on that same streak, baby. Ooh, you're still in that cloud, are you? Aren't yes, you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Seven and zero. Oh. Damn, homie. Well, I mean, we kind of knew you were going to win. And before we get into that, it is Halloween. Well, Halloween's coming up. I just want to ask you a couple questions because I know you do enjoy Halloween, especially I when do. you were younger. What was your favorite costume to wear? and best area to, to trick-or-treat in. Favorite costume? Man, Ninja Turtle costume. Yeah, which one? Donatello. Oh, the brains of the operation, okay. Yes, sir, man, Donatello. Uh, I loved it. Dude, actually, do you remember when we went trick-or-treating with your brother and I took my <laughs> shoes off and I got on my knees to try to get some candy, <laughs> pretending I was a little kid? <laughs> Uh, I remember that very That was, that well, was yeah. good times. That was good times. Uh, well, sorry, what was the other question? Oh, I was going to say your favorite area you've ever trick-or-treated, like location-wise, where you just got mountains of candy. Old school, back uh, when I was really, really, I'm talking like maybe five to ten years old when I was living in Oakville. That was a, uh, there There was a good area up, up there that I used to trick-or-treat in. The orchard was pretty pretty solid, too, because they were also rich and just didn't give a shit. Yeah, those richie riches spoil you with candy, 100%. Yes, sir, yes, sir. What about you? Costume? Favorite costume. You've seen it a few times. Darth Vader. Yeah. Just because I can tell people I am your father. What? It just makes for great conversation and great icebreaker. That one and best area to trick or treat. See, when my sister and I were younger, my dad would not let us trick or treat for the longest time because he thought it was celebrating the devil's day. But then we eventually escaped and went on our own. So there was there's an area in Scarborough where my cousin lived and I'm telling you, houses after another and apartment buildings too. Those Ooh. apartment buildings, don't underestimate them. There's candy, plenty of candy in those buildings. You definitely could hit an apartment building because it's like 100, 200 people right there in one little block. It's it. What time is it? Damn time! Boom. Halloween's fun, but what else is fun in our world, Gooby? Winning, winning is very much fun, and uh, that's what I do. 
That's what I do. All I do is win, win, win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah! But uh, yeah, your boy, 7-0. and Okay. Burrow these nuts versus Hammer Time, one versus two. Took him out, 134 to 89. I would just like to shout out my commissioner who is now trying to listen to this podcast <laughs> because he's like, man, he'd be talking shit about us, blah, 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 blah. I could talk shit. I'm 7 and 0. So I'm going to talk shit. Uh, y'all suck. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it, it's a really, I, I've said it multiple times. It's a really good league. And uh, Noah, I'm glad that these guys are going to listen to it. And uh, hopefully I don't give them too many good pointers because then I'll start losing. They've actually commented on some of the polls that I have up on the our, our separate Spotify channel. Oh, have they? It's pretty fun. So one of them was, will Gooby be 7 and 0? And three of them said, Hell no! Like it was yes or hell no, and three of them marked hell no. Are you so sure? Are you sure it's from 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 my league? I'm pretty sure it's from them because as soon as you sent me that message on the weekend, the listenership went up, and you could tell like they want you to lose in a fun way. <laughs> hey, it's all fun and games, you know. Let's go over the matchup. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 28 points. He is now questionable, though, but they said he shouldn't be missing any time, which is good news for me. DJ Moore, nine points. Michael Pittman Jr., I was a little worried for a little bit because he was stagnant at like four points or three points or something like that for most of the game, and then he came out with 15 points. So I'm happy with that. Jacoby Myers, 14 points. Uh, Travis Etienne, we talked about him earlier uh, last week, 21 points. DeAndre Swift, 9 points. Uh, David Njoku, 7 points. I mean, good pickup for me. Hollywood Brown, 6.4 points. Tyler Bass, 5 points. And that quick pickup on the Cleveland defense, 18 points, gives me my 7th victory. Yeah, baby, yeah! Melk, my bench... Zach Ertz had three, so I'm glad I didn't start him. And now he's on the IR, and we will talk about it a little bit later. Matheson, five points, so I'm happy I stuck with what I had. Melky, I did well, man. What do you think? You did better than well. Don't uh, don't be modest there, champ. It, it was a great fought victory on your behalf. Uh, your opponent did absolutely nothing. And I, and I get it, he's got some guys on the IR, but yeah... You may as well just like not even throwing a lineup together because it, that was horrifying for him. Yeah. Well, it does suck that he did have a few people, like you said, on our, like Justin Jefferson, James Conner. It does hurt. I mean, we all feel it at one point or another in fantasy football where you have a great team and it's just like, nope, injury after injury after injury. So it, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts, but you know what? It sounds like a him problem, not you. <laughs> All right. So that being said, let's get into. Oh, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to know. Everyone wants to know. This might jinx it. Now nah, I'm going to save that question if you win next week. But how do you feel going into this week? How do you feel about your win? Like, give us a little details on your strategy, how you're feeling. I'm uh, sorry. I, I feel great because I'm looking at my opponent next week and what he has. And basically it would, I wouldn't say miracle because I don't want to jinx it. Like you were saying, but 
it would take a lot of tomfoolery by the league to get him to win. So I'm feeling great. I'm feeling I'm feeling that eight no. Let's let's talk about it. Okay, it's gonna be bro these nuts in your mouth <laughs> versus denim chicken. I don't know. What what, what does some, that even some mean? Some names are good and some yeah. names I just I don't understand. It's first place versus third place. We got Jalen Hurts versus Geno Smith. So I mean Geno Smith, he's doing okay, but last three weeks, eleven points, seventeen points, seventeen points. So he hasn't been and, the Geno Smith of last season. I haven't and seen he's, that yet. And he's facing Cleveland. So he's in for a night. He's uh, in for a nightmare. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Moore versus Drake London. Michael Pittman Jr. versus Mr. Osborne. Is it yeah. KJ? KJ yeah. Osborne. That's lame. We got Jamar Chase versus Cortland Sutton. And this is why I'm like, hmm, I feel like really good about this <laughs> because my, my receivers blow these ones out of the water. Travis Etienne versus Rashmore Stevenson. DeAndre Swift versus R- Rashad White. We got Njoku versus Hawkinson. Jacoby Myers versus Saquon Barkley. We got Bass versus Elliott and Dallas defense versus Seattle's defense. I'm predicted to win 124 to 108. The bench, though, and I feel like he'll probably play C.D. Lamb because he has him on the bench right now. Well, duh. He's got DK Metcalf, so he might not have. Uh, were these guys? Yeah, no, they weren't on a buy. He's CD got was. CD, CD was, was Metcalf wasn't. He's got uh, Jameson Williams on the bench, uh, and he's got Dak Prescott on the bench. Yeesh. I'm assuming he hasn't checked his lineup yet. So it'd probably be Dak Prescott versus uh, Jalen Hurts and CD Lamb. I would say he would probably re- remove. Cortland Sutton. What about DK? Is DK still hurt? Uh, he's questionable. It says, trying to think, it doesn't really say anything about when he's coming back. I'm sure if he's playing, he'll probably then take out Sutton and Osborne, and then it's a good matchup. And then it's a lot closer. His team sounds like it's better than the second place that you played last week. Uh, no, because the injuries. The second well, he was only missing week. what? Jeff- Jefferson, right? Justin Jefferson and uh, James Conner. Yeah. I, so I he, like, he would have Ridley, Amadzine Brown, and JJ. Yeah, I mean, his team is good. I'm just saying, I feel like this team might be a little better. Like, who was his quarterback last week? Last week, uh, Kirk Cousins, who always performs in fantasy. Yeah, Cousins is, is a fantasy and a stat whore, but ask him to do something in the playoffs, and he's just like Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> he fails spectacularly. So, Rude. So that's my matchup, 124 to 108. I have a good feeling that I'm going to win this. Melky, what do you think? Having heard what's on his bench, what he could potentially throw into his lineup, is a little cause of concern, yeah. but you guys have been firing in all cylinders. You have the depth. You have the better quarterback. I don't think Jalen Hurts misses a beat, even though it's a division game against Washington, but I don't think he misses a beat. Zach Prescott, you never know what you're getting from him he's like a terrible box of chocolates yeah the the biggest worry for me is saquon barkley i wouldn't even say barkley's or is a guy you worry about like yeah he can do some damage but i would be more worried about if dk and cd and if dak prescott has that 
I'm not really worried about Drake London. Yeah, he's been playing phenomenal the last few weeks, but I'm not worried about him. I'm more worried about CD, DK, and if Dak can have a game against the Rams, because that game is at home, and he always do for a really good game. I know he hasn't thrown over 300 yards yet, but something tells me with that suspect Rams defense, which I will go over in Tooney Bets, spoiler alert. How dare you? He could have a game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I also picked up Johnson, so I did get him. Uh, I placed him on IR. Whether or not he's good to come back, I might try him out. I don't know yet. I might wait a week or two just to make sure that he's good to go. But yeah, I like my odds this week. I think I can get this W and go 8-0. I think hell would have to freeze over for you to lose this week. It is going to be close. I'm not diminishing and taking away from your opponent, but... You're just on that roll, man. Like, I feel like you're going to get that spirit of Halloween infused in the end. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that is fancy recap. Melky. Yes, thank you, Gooby. I'm definitely enjoying and living vicariously through you with your fantasy undefeated streak. It's pretty remarkable. I feel like we're watching the Patriots all over again. And <laughs> Don't say that Patriots, because I picked them to lose and then they lost. <laughs> you did. You did, which was mind boggling. But speaking of the Patriots, yo, they beat the Bills, Gooby. Excuse me? Oh, I know they did. This is our week seven highlights, and the Pats win at home 29 to 25 against the Bills. Josh Allen went 27 for 41, 265 passing yards, two touchdowns, one pick, quarterback rating of 90. He had a rushing TD, 17 rushing yards, and he had a fumble loss. Mac Jones had a nice game, went 25 for 30, 272 yards, two touchdowns, 126.7 QB rating, and he rushed 11 times. I did not know this man could run. Stefan Diggs had a nice game. He had 12 targets, six receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown. And Kendrick Bournes had six receptions, seven targets, 60 yards, and one touchdown. A lot happened before the game, too, during the game and before the game. So after the game, Bill Belichick became the third coach to reach 300 regular season wins. Yay. Good Good job, you old mummy. What? Before that, he signed a multi-year extension before 2023 season. So it looks like Frankenstein is going to be around for a little bit longer. This is a very important question. Forget about Bill Belichick. Is Josh Allen holding the Bills team back? That's hard to say. Like, he's arguably top five quarterbacks. I don't know if it's him or if it's just a team thing. This Bills team is so good, but they play so bad. I can't tell if it's defensive, offensive, if they need to tweak something, if they need to get a receiver that can uh, play alongside uh, Stefan Diggs. It's a mixture of everything. Like, they don't have that star-studded running back. They don't have that second wide receiver that can help out Stefan Diggs. Gabe Davis is pretty good, though. He's not a bad second. He's pretty good, but there's better out there. Uh? Like, hell, like, let's 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 give these guys fucking Michael Gallup or something like that. And you see this team start making some plays, probably. What? What are you talking about? For me, I'm I'm putting the blame on him. He plays like Jekyll and Hyde. One minute he's brilliant and he's a top five QB, like you said. 
Next minute, he's making boneheaded decisions. And I also think he hinders the running game by running himself a lot and trying to be a stat whore. He just needs to calm down. Like, you've been in the league so long now. The most important thing should be winning, not your stats. And I do believe he's holding this team back, and it's unfortunate because they're a Super Bowl caliber team. Oh, 100%. Like, I, I've had them win the Super Bowl the last three years, and nothing's come about it. I also have a question, though. Is this now more of a Bill Belichick curse, or is it still like the Tom Brady curse? <laughs> oh, it's definitely Belichick. Brady's long gone. Well, I know Brady's long gone, but like from the years past, was it the Tom Brady curse, or was it actually just the Bill Belichick curse? I think it was a combination of both. Even though Brady's gone, half the curse is still there, and Bill Belichick can just sprinkle it all over the bills because he seems to have their number every time he plays them yeah yeah all right all right i want to start this off with i told you so <laughs> i knew i knew that was coming i knew and coming. uh i'm gonna tell you again i told you so <laughs> baltimore ravens 38 to 6 against the G- detroit lions lamar jackson 21 of 27 357 yards Three touchdowns. That performance is amazing. I'm looking at our old league, which is still up, and this dude put up 43 fantasy points in this league. That's just mind-blowing. Gus Edwards got in there, 14 for 64, one touchdown. Gus Edwards was the best of all players, rushing and receiving. He also had one reception for 80 yards. So... That dude was killing it. On the other side, though, Jared Goff, 33 of 53, 284 yards, one INT. Gibbs had 11 carries, 68 yards, one touchdown. Mod St. Brown, 13 receptions, 102 yards. That's pretty good, but you definitely could have used a touchdown. 33 of 53, that's a lot of throwing. And I feel like the Detroit Lions need to work on their run game. Melky, what do you think? Yeah, but they're missing Montgomery. Gibbs is good. Yeah, Gibbs is good, but Gibbs is a completely different back than Montgomery. Montgomery's a power back. That's raw power. Gibbs is a combination of speed and power he catches. He's more like Tony Pollard. They miss Montgomery. You can see it. Even if he was in this game, I don't think they would have won because the Ravens just stomped the living hell out of them. Like, wasn't even close. I don't think they need to necessarily concentrate on the running game. I think when Montgomery comes back, that will be an emphasis, but they just got shellacked. And the bottom line is a better team beat down on the Lions. The Ravens are a class of their own. A lot of people have them going to the Super Bowl, maybe even winning the Super Bowl. The Lions are still Cubs. So I actually want to ask you something. Okay. Did we overhype the Lions and jump the gun when it comes to them being a contender in the NFL? First of all, there was no we. I said they would lose. <laughs> Second of all, yeah, no, I think a lot of people overhyped the Lions. They're doing well. Their schedule's pretty favorable. I'm trying trying to see what their schedule is like at the moment. Uh, that's preseason. So they had where's where's December? Why were we in December? August. Holy! All right, I'm looking at it. Chiefs. Yeah, they they got. I think they got lucky against the Chiefs. And Kelsey didn't play. 
and Kelsey didn't play, and Taylor Swift wasn't there. That she wasn't with them yet. It's true. Uh, they lost to the Seahawks, and Seahawks are a decent team. They beat the Falcons, yeah, no brainer. They beat the Packers, yeah, no brainer. They beat the Panthers, yeah, no brainer. They beat everybody, the Bucks. Everybody beats the Panthers. Yeah, they beat the Bucks, no brainer. So they've had a favorable season so far, and they still have a favorable season. They got the Raiders, they got the Chargers, they got the Bears, they got the Packers. They got the Saints. I mean, the Saints aren't someone to uh, shy away from, but the the Lions definitely could beat them. Then they got the Bears again. Then they got the Broncos. So, like, <laughs> they have a favorable season. So, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, like, they're doing so well. They're doing so well against subpar teams other than the Chiefs. Yeah, so I, I feel like it's, it's a little overhyped. Wait till the playoffs when they start to see like real teams and they're going to go, oh, wait, the Lions aren't who we said they were. They're still a young team. I think this team has a lot more growing to do, but they're definitely in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely in the right direction. I mean, that golf trade is kind of finally paying off a little bit. So uh, good on them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you were talking about subpar teams. Let's go to Chicago. Let's talk the Bears and rookie Tyson Bag. Is it Bagent? Bagent? Uh, you stupid. Tyson Bagent. We're going to go with that. Sorry Bagent, if, we, yeah. if we mispronounce your name, but we don't really give a fuck. Gives the Bears out their first home win of the season, Gooby. Holy crap. 30 to 12. Porn star Jimmy didn't play in this game either, so it was a tale of two second string quarterbacks playing. So Aiden O'Connell. Who the fuck is this, bro? So the Raiders went 10 for 13, 75 yards, one touchdown, one INT, and Tyson Bagant went 21 for 29, a buck 62, one touchdown, and he led them to three amazing drives near the end of the game. Now, here's a name you're familiar with. Donta Foreman was definitely the player of the game at 16 carries, 89 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, Three receptions, 31 receiving yards, and one touchdown. And this is all in place of Herbert and Johnson being on the IR. Justin Fields was out because he's dealing with a thumb injury. Now it's been confirmed that Baggett is getting the start this week against the Chargers. So I just want to ask you, if he does well this week, Gooby, should he be the new starter going forward? No. First of all, Justin Fields is there quarterback for the years to come he's good he's just he's having a bad year and it happens look at fucking the lord and savior josh allen bad year are you comparing those two i'm just saying i'm just saying (laughs) that's uh, that's pumpkins and squashes buddy you missed the raiders actual starting quarterback which is uh brian hoyer 13 to 32 129 yards two ints so he must have got hurt then yeah he definitely got hurt no, I don't mind Justin Fields. Yeah, he's a little rough under the edges. If you get someone who can smooth him out and, you know, get him to throw the ball a little bit more instead of running with his feet and trying to make plays, I think he could do well. In the, I'm not saying he's a Super Bowl quarterback, but he's definitely a playoff quarterback. Let's not jump the gun yet on this. 
that's what I'm going to say. I'm always a believer that you play the hot hand. And if this rookie QB is hot and he has the Bears not looking like a laughing stock, I might consider playing him till he falls off. By the way, he was nominated for Pepsi Rookie of the Week. So that's something to say. So are you saying if Cooper Rush went 5-0, and when Dak came back, they would start Rush? They should have started you, Rush, yeah. You would have started Rush? I would have, yeah. Oh, shit. What <laughs> a rush. A rush right. attack. We, we rush need a rush attack. attack. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to what should have been the game of the week, but ended up being more of a just like a dominant performance by the Eagles. And uh, the referees. E- yeah, and the referees. Uh, Eagles win 31 to 17. Tua Tagovailoa, 23 of 32, 216 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Mozart, nine carries, 45 yards. I mean, everybody kind of got in on this. Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 88 yards. Waddle, sweet, six. Res- sweet bomb by Tua to, to Hill. That was a sweet bomb. Yeah. And this guy says Tua can't throw. He can't. He got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Waddle, six uh, receptions, 63 yards. And Cedric Wilson, two receptions, 48 yards. On the other side, though, Jalen Hurts, 23 of 31, 279 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. DeAndre Swift, 15 carries for 62 yards. Hurts got a touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell got a touchdown. A.J. Brown, 10 receptions, 137 yards, one touchdown. I mean, Dallas Goddard, he had a good game too. Five receptions, 77 yards, and one touchdown. Melky, after everything that happened this week, I know we're about to get into the other game, but are the Eagles now the team to beat? As of right now, yes, especially since they acquired safety Kevin Bayard from the Titans. Yeah, That guy's an old pro, and all they gave up was a, a fifth and a sixth and another no-name safety. So the Eagles are doing great things over there. They're building for the Super Bowl. So yeah, I would say the Eagles are the team to beat right now. All right. Do you have anything to say about this game? Other than yeah. The refs. The referees suck. <laughs> How is it that the Dolphins put up 10 penalties and the Eagles put up zero? Yeah, it's I, crazy. I saw so many penalties on the Eagles side. It's just ridiculous how the refs are costing games, especially the the important ones. Do the referees forget how to do their fucking jobs on Sunday? Uh, Sunday night, sorry. It's pitiful. Like I, I saw flops. I saw penalties and no whistles blown. It's pathetic. Yeah. I mean, they cost the game what last, last week too, right? Yeah. So, oh yeah. Something's got to be done. I mean, they got, they got to tighten it up at this point, man. Like, any professional sport referee should be held accountable and fined for their actions. If you miss a call, cool. Let's let's have a little interview. Go, hey, by the way, you missed this call. Let's not do it again. You miss a second call, another, you know, another strike. Once you hit three strikes, you start paying fines. They should be held accountable, like you said. And it's just mind-boggling how the Eagles had zero penalties. That is unheard of. In the NFL. Yeah. They can't tell me they didn't cause a penalty. Even like one, I saw five at least. So <laughs> it's, it's just pathetic. I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles win. They were the better team. I was but say, you have to make calls. You're just hating on the Eagles. 
I hate both teams. Tua, <laughs> Tua can kiss my ass, and I hate the Eagles because it makes Ba happy. I don't know why you don't like Tua. I like he's Tua. He's not that good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, get into the other game that we're kind of alluding to earlier. Uh, Minnesota Vikings beat the San Francisco 49ers 22 to 17. You like that is back. Are you serious? Mr. Kirk Cousins, 35 for 45. 378 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Matheson, eight carries, 39 yards. Jordan Addison had himself a game. By the way, I told you so. You told me so. On Jordan Addison, you said he wasn't a boom. I said he was a definite boom. You know what? I told us so. A fucking a told us so. No, he's a bust. No way. He's He's a stud. Uh, Seven receptions, (laughs) 123 yards. Two touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson, 11 uh, receptions, 86 yards. That's 18 points right there. Oof. Especially if, if you're in full P- full PPR. On the other side, Brock Purdy, 21 for 30, 272 yards, one touchdown, two INTs. Christian McCaffrey, uh, he was banged up, but he did play 15 carries for 45 yards, one touchdown. And uh, George Kittle, the man of the receiving end, five receptions for 78 yards. The man on the receiving end? Yeah, he was top <laughs> he was the top receiver. What? I'm sure he was. <laughs> he was. Keep going, Jeez, keep going. you and your innu- innuendos. Melky, are the Vikings and you like that quarterback, someone who we should talk about maybe making the playoffs? No, because their schedule is actually really hard. They have a pretty difficult schedule. I know they get to play the Packers and the Bears and the Lions again. But they have an uphill battle. They started off poorly, which is going to affect them getting into the dance. Plus, a certain you like that quarterback might not be donning purple for the remainder of the season. They could make a run, but you're in prime position to get a nice draft pick and a haul for that certain quarterback. Let him play well, but then move on from him after. I see six wins in a row. Huh? I see I them. They beat the Packers. They beat the Falcons. They probably beat the Saints. They uh, de- they definitely uh, beat the Broncos. Everybody beats the Broncos. They they beat the Bears, and they probably beat the Raiders. Depending on how the Bengals play, they got the Bengals, then they got the Lions, and then they got the Packers again, and then they got the Lions. I see the opposite. I don't think they're going to get six straight. You're disrespecting the Falcons, who showed up last week. The Vikings just have this tendency to toy with you. They're like the Cowboys. Toy with you until it matters and then they break your heart. They smash you like a pumpkin. So I'm going to say no, they don't make the playoffs. And I'm going to say it's too little too late for them. But I want to switch it up a little bit and talk about the 49ers. Should we be worried about the 49ers and more importantly, Brock Purdy? Uh, No, Brock Purdy, he's good. Okay, don't get me wrong, he's good, but he's still learning. He's still trying to uh, assert himself into the NFL. You gotta remember, this man wasn't supposed to be the starter. Supposed to be Trey Lance. This is his technically his first season as a starter. So give the man a break. You win some, you lose some. The Chiefs lost to what were we just talking about? The Chiefs lost to the Lions. It happens. You can't win them all. Even if you do, you lose in the Super Bowl to the Giants. 
That's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried about the 49ers because they're coached well. The team all around is something to be feared. But I'm a little worried about Brock Purdy. He's got three interceptions in two games. That's not like him. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and he's been making quite a few. And you're right. You have bad games, and he's a young quarterback. He was the last pick overall in the draft, so I get it. But I'm a little worried. Mr. Irrelevant, exactly. So I'm worried. I hope he calms down and just remembers how to play the game the San Francisco way. And we'll see what happens. But I'm definitely a little worried. All right. And I just want to give a special shout out to Patrick Mahomes for finally having a Patrick Mahomes game. He had 424 yards, four touchdowns, and it was an easy victory against the L.A. Chargers, 31 to 17. You know who you are, that Chargers fan that still owes me that bet. So this is just salt in the wound because you haven't come through yet. Did you just make that with Taylor Swift? Huh? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goobs, thank you so much for the highlights. Next week should be crazy as well. Trick or treat, smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. Let's get into a fun segment that you and I came up with. This is Halloween-esque, and it's also dedicated to the upcoming trade deadline, which is on Halloween. Isn't that pretty wild? Blah, blah, blah. It's called Trick or Treat. We're going to list the rumored players that could be on the move, and we're going to either label them as a trick, meaning they're not getting moved, or a treat, meaning they will get moved. So, Goobs, you want to start off with the first name on that list? And I think we gave a little hint on who it was. We did, and it's Kirk Cousins. I got three words for you. You like that? And I think he is a trick. Yeah, teams want him, but I don't think the Vikings are ready to give up on Kirk Cousins yet. I think that they'll probably finish the season with him and then let him go. See, I think it's the opposite. You have to capitalize on a man who's playing well. Here are the New York Jets, and the New York Jets want to make a push. The Bills have fallen. The Dolphins have shown they can be beaten. Why not make this move? You have got the talent. You definitely have the defense. I think this is a treat. I think he's on the move to New York. It's definitely a, a, a good suggestion to go to New York, but I don't know, man. Like I said, they could go win their next six. They could go on a roll and roll the dice and see where it takes them but then you're risking losing him for nothing where you can get a first round pick potentially for the man services i think second how old is he 35 but he's on a one-year deal and he's any he, he's lights out with stats yeah i don't think he'd be worth a fit uh, first because he won't stay very long you never know maybe well I, he i guess he wouldn't be staying with the jets that's a definitely a rental situation yeah that's why I'm like, I don't think they would give up a first round just to get Kirk Cousins for the remainder of the season. Cousins hasn't proved himself to be a Super Bowl quarterback. He's almost been there, but he's never made it. Yeah, I don't think he's worth a first to almost make it. What about a reunion in Washington? I could see that. The thing, though, is, again, he's 35. And if Washington watched the quarterback Netflix show, he's almost done. He wants to be a family man. He wants to be with his kids. You know, what? a discussion we can bring up next week if he's on the move or if he stays put. Let's move on to defensive end Brian Burns. And I see this as a treat. The Panthers are in shambles. They can't do anything right. They're 0-6. Boo, you stink! 
This is their biggest bargaining chip. He's young. He's only 25. He's a stud defensive end. But why not add more picks to your pile and get something for this kid while you still can? What do you think? Uh, I 100% agree. I feel like uh, a good team for him would be Cleveland, Eagles, or the Jets. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if this dude's looking for a ring, he's looking for a ring. You could go to the Niners, but I don't know what their cap space is like. Damn, boy. I know the Eagles, like I said, they got rid of a few people uh, during the offseason, so they could definitely use a defensive end. And the Jets, man, I mean, they're a young upcoming team, and this guy's only 25 years old, so he would fit really well with the Jets, especially when Aaron Rodgers comes back. I could even see a team that's a non-playoff contender acquire him because he's 25 years old, like the Packers, the Bears. Cleveland's a playoff team so far. Maybe even Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh's a playoff team too. But yeah, those teams too. Like he's 25. So I feel like everyone should be calling the Panthers for services. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Let's go to safety. Buda Baker, Arizona Cardinals. I think he is a treat. Yummy. I think the cards are kind of going to go through a rebuilding phase. I would assume they're going to get rid of Kyler Murray at some point and get a quarterback in the in the draft let's get some draft picks let's get some young guns in there yeah he's 27 and he he does well but he's starting to pass his prime i'd say 27 28 would be prime nfl mid-20s is usually your prime and then yeah you, you decline a little bit once you hit 30 31. exactly so this man's looking to win this man's looking to get on a team that will take him far into the playoffs it's it's hard to say who but like playoff team wise Bengals. Bengals is a good spot yeah chiefs chiefs i could say dallas but cap space wise i don't think they can do it they've got three safeties already that they have that they spent money on so i can't see them going after a safety maybe a corner but i don't think safety now bear with me on this he's 27 so he has some years if the broncos did what did an amazing somehow move to get draft picks and trade them away they could have a good defense with patrick certain and buda baker that could be a building around the defense team and then kind of inserting your offense it definitely would be a lot of movement but it, it could work yeah but they have justin simmons and i know he's on the block too but i feel like they don't want to bring in money they want to just tear it all down like buddha would be a nice fit on any team really but i don't think they're in the market for safety i think they're, they're just in the market to overhaul that entire team with the draft and some young players that they ha- already have but not yeah. a bad idea yeah all right who's next saquon barkley oh boy that's definitely a trick i don't care what you say yes it's rumored that he could be on the move and he didn't get that extension he wanted he didn't get the bag realistically he should have and daniel jones should have been left out in the cold where he belongs whatever that's what they do in new york they fuck up all the time oh snap so he's a trick for me i don't think they're gonna move him they'd be stupid to move saquon barkley yeah no that's a big old trick for me i mean barkley's even said he wants to stay in new york i don't know why that makes no sense to me someone must be giving them extra money on the side to stay in new york what yeah no trick for me let's go to derrick henry the king the king out this one was hard for me 
His contract's up in 2023. He's 28, or sorry, he's 29 years old. I must say he's a treat. Send him to a team that could use him. And Bills. Who are you who are so wise in the ways of science? The Bills definitely could use him. And there's one other team that doesn't have a running back, but has the best quarterback in the NFL, the Chiefs. If Derrick Henry wants a ring, you send his ass to the Chiefs. And no ifs, ands, or buts about it, that team would be just loaded. Dude, you're going to cover Kelsey? Okay, here comes Derrick Henry running down your throat. Game over. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. He's a treat, and he should only be asking to go to Buffalo or KC. No other team. Uh, I could see him going to the Bengals. Are you some kind of moron? They've got a running back. Who? Joe Mixon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think running back is their issue. They need defense. That team needs defense. So when you said Buda Baker, that made all the sense in the world. They have Mixon. Mixon. They also need an offensive line. That's the most important (laughs) thing. They need an offensive (laughs) line. Their offensive line is spooky as, as fuck. They need defense and offensive line. Mixon is okay. He's a good running back. He can help them win. Their issues are elsewhere. So I don't see Henry going to Cincinnati, but Buffalo or KC. Such such a good duo, though. They would send Mixon. You're not keeping both. That's too much money. True. We talked about Minnesota earlier. Here's another Minnesota player, defensive end, Daniel Hunter. And this for me, if Cousins doesn't get traded, somebody else will on that team. So for me, this is a treat. Delicious. He's 28 years old. He's a stud defensive end. There's lots of teams that always need pass rushers. So for me, I think he's the odd man out, unfortunately, because they do want to obtain some draft capital for someone who's potentially going to walk. So I, I see this as a treat. Yeah, I agree. And we already alluded to some of the teams that could definitely use a defensive end. Uh, So, yeah, no, definitely a treat for me. One of the biggest treats, I think, in this trade deadline is Chase Young. If Chase Young needs to go somewhere and wants to go somewhere, I don't see any 31, was it 31 teams not picking them up. I don't see anybody not picking up the phone going, hey, Washington, what do you want for Chase Young? I don't care what team you are. You can build around that man and that defense will be stoked. Again, we've already alluded to some teams that could use a defensive end, but yeah, definitely a treat. See, I think it's a trick, but if he were to go anywhere, if I'm Houston, I'm picking up the phone and I'm asking for this man's services, aligning him with the other young talent they have on the team. They have another defensive and they drafted, and that could be a scary tandem in the future. I think this is a trick. If anything, he gets moved in the offseason, but not right now. All right. Who we got next? Are we going to Denver? I think we're going to Denver. We're going to do two players. It's going to be a two for one. It's going to be Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Judy, for me, is a trick because of what he did on Monday night and his poor performance. He's been injury prone. He has not lived up to the hype. I don't think anybody wants him, including Denver. But his counterpart, Cortland Sutton, treat damn straight that man needs to get out of there he can offer so much he's having a nice season he's a nice red zone target and i think he's on the move yeah i agree on both ends judy injury prone plays poorly don't buy hype into the name he's a jag Uh, yeah just another guy sutton treat 100 again super bowl contenders him and Diggs. oh 
Him and Kelsey, that's just no brainer. Him and CD. Yeah, but we got Cooks, unfortunately. Him, Cooks, and CD get rid of Gallup like it was saying. That's a nice three-headed monster. Yeah, but Jerry Jones don't think smart. He thinks stupid. Yeah, well, that's why his eyes are so wide apart, because he's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> you, you should have fucking gone after uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but you did it. Say what? Nah, um, looking back at it, Hops, Hops hasn't done anything either. So. Yeah, but he's the, the lone star on that team other than Derrick Henry. I mean, you put him beside CeeDee Lamb, who do you cover? It, it's a thing. But yeah, no, definitely tree and definitely a trick. Let's go over to where are we let's, going? Let's up? finish it off. I think we're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas with Hunter Renfro? Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Okay, 27 years old. Contract ends in 2024. I think he finishes the season in LA. I don't think he gets traded this week, but I do think he is a treat and will be traded come next year. Which LA team? Which LA team? You said he finishes in LA. So what? Sorry, Las Vegas. Sorry. Oh, he finishes in Vegas. Okay. I think he. I think he. Sorry, finishes in Vegas and uh, will uh, be traded at the end of the season. So yeah, they say. He's what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Ah. Uh, <laughs> he ain't staying in Vegas. Well, except for herpes. That shit follows you everywhere. Ew, gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, what do you think? Trick or treat? See, this one's tough, too. He's a good two. He's a good two. He's a good, and he's a good slot receiver, too. I think it's a treat. Vegas knows they're not going to contend. Why not get some draft capital for him? He's an adequate wide receiver. I can see teams making the move. See, I can see Jerry calling more about this one opposed to getting the big game changer. Yeah. Or or Buffalo or I know Casey just traded back for Nicole Hardman, but maybe they make another move for a slot receiver as well. Who knows? I, but I could see it as a tree. I could see him being on the move. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him maybe going to Atlanta. Oh, ooh, that's a nice pick. Yeah, if Atlanta continues to overperform, yeah, I can see him going to Atlanta. They need him some, and him and Drake London, Drake London and uh, Michael uh, Pitts. Kyle, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts. Sorry, and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I can see that. That be, that's not a bad nice idea tandem. too. Maybe the Panthers take him because the Panthers are looking for wide receiver depth. Houston, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, quite possible. I I, I think he could be on the move. Yeah kind of getting off topic houston panthers and uh uh falcons those are these young and upcoming teams right now got young quarterbacks they got young star receivers coming up so you add a little bit of depth and you start making those playoffs that's how teams build all right so that ends trick-or-treat melky that was a good segment Let's get into the best segment. Apparently, it's my pastime on the toilet. It's your favorite pastime on the toilet, especially after eating Halloween candy. What? What the fuck? <laughs> ah, that's true. That shit gives you mad poops. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go Julio Jones. After the Eagles signed Julio and activated him to go on week seven versus the Dolphins, there was some hype about this man and all across fantasy football, people were picking him up. I'm here to smash that hype. Julio is doing what Hopkins should have done. Find a team that can carry his ass to the Super Bowl and nab himself a ring. 
my advice is he will be a bust on this team and uh, don't pick him up on the waiver wire. Do not, and I repeat, do not take his name for trade bait. Balky? Who the hell would want him for trade bait? Same. Some people be like, yo, this it's Julio Jones. Don't you want him? Give me like Saquon Barkey. It's, it's Julio. People Dude. use names. Yeah, people who use names don't deserve to have a fantasy football team because he had three receiving yards and one target. Now, I know it's his first game. Obviously, you're not going to outshine A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Nope. We know he's going to be third or fourth on the depth chart. Goobs, I agree with you. He's a big bust. He's that bust where you take that pumpkin and you throw it against the door, even though I'm not advocating people to do that, but that's what the type of bust he is. Don't bother picking him up. It's a waste of time. There's better receivers on the wire out there. Yes, sir. All right. Who do you got next? Well, I got Henry's replacement if he gets shipped. Tajay Spears. Okay. Now, he did not have a game last week, but he's a boom, Gooby. He's a boom, and so far this season, he has 171 yards, one touchdown, 111 receiving yards for a total of 49.20 fantasy points. So until King Henry is traded, Spears can't showcase his full potential. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't make a play for up-and-coming running back. He still manages to showcase his playmaking ability when he took that quick dump pass and made 48 yards out of it against the Ravens. Yes, playing the waiting game does like getting fruit for trick-or-treat. Like nobody wants fruit. It should be candy. But he's still worth the wait, and he's shown the ability to contribute to this team and contribute in a big way. So he's a boom for me. Take a chance on Ty J Spears. He's a maybe boom for me. Uh, it all depends, again, on Derrick Henry being traded. He's done well so far as the RB2 in that Tennessee offense. An okay flex, maybe. But for now, uh, stash away, boom. I got... A guy that I'm probably gonna absolutely butcher his name, but let's uh, <laughs> let's give it a try. Amari Demarcado. Yeah. Did I say you, it right? You got it. Amari Demarcado. Are you sure? I'm 85% sure. It, I'm sure it's Demarcado. Okay. All right. It's Arizona's running back. And uh, what a week he had on Sunday. Get himself 13 attempts for uh, 58 yards and four receptions for 17 yards. He was roughly around 11 fantasy points based off of half PPR, full PPR. This week, the Cards face the Baltimore Ravens, and I think he will be a bust. I feel like Arizona kind of just threw out the playbook out the window. And they're like, let's just try something new. Amari was listed as the RB4 on this team at one point. Do not expect a high volume workload from any of the running backs on the Cards team. If you're in deeper leagues, there's no harm in stashing him. As this week, he is listed as the RB1, but on a team that basically is playing pickup games of football. I wouldn't trust their process at all. Nope. So, Melky, I'm labeling him a bust. Melky, what do you think? No, I disagree. He's a boom. He rose, like you said, to, to the top of the depth charts. We don't know how long Connor's out for. He averaged 4.5 yards per carry last week, and he runs hard through contact. Somebody's got to get yards, and somebody's got to score. I think this is a great opportunity for a man who wasn't even drafted to showcase his talents, and, and I think he's going to be a boom going forward until Connor comes back. But I like Amari Mercado, and I like his name too. 
Yeah, no, it's a fantastic name. Who do you got next? Well, let's finish this segment off with something scary, and that's the Rams running back situation. It's Darrell Henderson Jr., and I know you remember him very well. Yeah, I think you owned him a couple seasons ago when he was actually a top-tier running back. But he's a bust, Gooby. He had 61 rushing yards, a touchdown, and five reception yards last week. Henderson appears to be the biggest beneficiary of both Kyrene Williams and Ronnie Rivers landing on the IR, but not so fast. Royce Freeman also had 12 carries with 66 yards on 29 snaps. McVay figures to have him more involved in the offense, and that leaves Henderson Jr. with less work to do. McVay also said he's looking at trash can Gaskins and and Zach Evans, who could potentially see some time against the Cowboys this week. So you're better off bobbing for apples in the toilet oh. than scooping Henderson up on the wire. He's a bust in my book. Yeah, he kind of screwed me that one year. So yeah, no, big old bust. No thank you. Do not touch him with the 10-foot pole. That's about all I can say about him. Okay, well, that was Boomer Bust. That was Halloween edition. It was quite frightening, Gooby. (laughs) Okay, well, let's finish it off and let's get into everybody's favorite segment. It's Tony Betts, dedicated to Bob Walker, who's the creator, the godfather of this segment. And spoiler alert... The Eagles play the Cowboys very soon, and we're going to have a special feature with Bob Walker. Holy crap! And quite possibly Destroyer, but... I can't wait for that. That's coming soon. And I'm going to start this off with the Cowboys defeating the Rams. Oh, baby! This is the battle of the turnover quarterbacks as Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford love to give the ball away. With that six and a half, and I actually like that number, I coming off the bye week, the Cowboys are refreshed. They've got the momentum that they're going to carry over. Nothing wrong with home cooking. It always does well. They haven't lost yet. The Rams have the 20th ranked defense, and they're 14th against points allowed. Stafford is 14th in uh, QBR at 60.3, while Dak is 9th with 61.7. I feel like this is going to be an L.A. sweep. They took care of the Chargers. They're going to take care of the Rams. Cowboys secondary have their work cut out, but I think they can handle it guarding Puka and Cooper Cup. The Rams RB situation is a big old mess, so I think the Cowboys will handle that well. Look for Micah Parsons to have quite a game. And it's also a must win for the Cowboys so they can keep pace with Philly. So I'm going to say this is my toony bet. I'm going to be howling at the moon if they come through. All right. All right. I like it. Obviously, no bias there. I'm going to take a gamble here. Okay. And I'm going to say the Broncos beat. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. (laughs) The Chiefs are going to beat the Broncos. I knew you were pulling my leg there. (laughs) You're pulling my leg. What? You said in the comments, you're going to take the Broncos. I'm like, this is this has to be a Halloween joke. There's, this is yeah. a trick. This yeah. is a no, trick. It's, it's, it's a trick. Yeah. Chiefs over Broncos. Easy call. I'm going to do an easy one this week. Yeah. No, that that's basically it for me. There, there's no brainer there. <laughs> there's no chance in hell the Broncos are winning this game. The Chiefs are number two in offense, number seven in defense. Broncos are dead last in defense. going to be in 21st on offense. And Wilson is flaming garbage. This is not going to be a Halloween miracle for the Broncos. They stink. Try! Yeah, no, terrible. Just terrible.
and hot like haunting fact, by the way, the Chiefs are undefeated since Kelsey and Swift have gotten together. And that's not going to change anytime soon. No, that definitely will not change anytime soon. I wish it would, though, because I'm starting to get annoyed with that whole <laughs> situation. It wasn't bad last week compared to some of the other weeks. It was tame, I guess. But that is it for Shosha TDs this week. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys can take some uh, pointers from us. I'm hoping to go 8-0 this week. Melky, you got anything to say? Thank you, Gooby, for horrifying us in week eight. Honestly, I actually am rooting for you. I'll also be rooting for you with a bag full of pumpkin candies and bite-sized Snickers, because those are my favorite. I just want to thank the network. I want to thank El Jafe. I want to thank NA30. I want to thank Sports For You. I want to thank anyone who podcasts out there. You guys are doing a bang-up job. And most importantly, I want to thank you, the fans. You put up with us, you, you laugh with us, you cry with us, and you're on this magical journey with us to watch Gooby potentially make history. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to hit the likes. If you're in my fantasy group, leave a comment. I know you're probably going to hate hate comment but that's okay <laughs> i take it yeah no just thank you guys for listening uh smash the like button give us some ratings and hopefully uh hopefully things work out well for me this week and uh you guys have a good night what's your plans for halloween uh not a whole lot i'm probably uh just gonna come home and uh you know hand out some candy and look at all the cool little i had a just a big old mind fart there I'm going to look at all the cool little costumes, man. I enjoy it. I enjoy this spooky season. Basically, my Halloween's going to be the stag and doe because I got to dress up for that as I'm taking care of one of the games. Yeah, I'll be dressed up for that, but I don't really do Halloween anymore, unfortunately. But I do know what Chris Olave should be for Halloween. A law-abiding citizen. The man was arrested for reckless driving on Monday. He has now been released since, but man, calm the fuck down, buddy. You're 23 years old. I know you're living the lime life, but chill out, man. It's not worth it. Definitely not worth it. Before we go, if you're out for Halloween and having fun, first of all, be safe. We both want you to be safe. But here are some pickup lines you should avoid. Number one, want to reach in my candy bag and pull out something nice? What? Number two, want to check my pants for a treat? <laughs> no, 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 no. Number three, I volunteer as your victim tonight, since you're clearly dressed to kill. Excuse me? Number four, I'm no vampire, but I sure do know how to suck. <laughs> and last but not least, let's take a party back to my coffin. Are you fucking kidding me? If you hear any of these, back away not today and run for the hills. <laughs> That's just something you don't want to get involved with. Will Gooby be 8-0? Tune in next week and find out, or, or the McQuiston brothers will drink your blood. If you don't know who they are, look them up. They are quite frightening to look at. Happy Halloween. And one more thing, don't go to the Rippers. It doesn't work out, especially on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, it worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello, my ghouls and goblins. I know you've got your costumes picked out for the frightful festivities. And I hope you all get more treats than tricks. Halloween, you punish!
Happy Halloween! <laughs>